Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. That first reading from the, the, from the, ah, the, book of, the book of Exodus must have been a little bit jarring, right? When you hear about what was done with the people and with the blood, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting to, to dive into this, to see what it is that is going on in this and what it foreshadows for us today. We see a very awesome picture. We see this awesome picture that the Lord, the Lord God, the Most High God, comes to his people. He comes down. He gives them his covenant. He makes a special covenant with them so that they would be his and that they would do as he commands by his grace and by his strength. And they say, all the words that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And then we see the really awesome part. Moses takes the blood of the peace offerings and he puts them uh, into, well, he puts half into basins, and the other half he throws against the altar. And then he takes the book of the covenant, reads it again, and all the people say, all that the Lord has spoken we will do, and we will be obedient. And then he takes the blood and he throws it on the people. <laughs> and he says, behold the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Can you imagine being there at that time? Can you imagine what it would be like? I mean, what it would look like, what it would smell like. Um, the smell of blood would have been just piercing, I'm sure. And that the people are all gathered around and saying, we will do all that you have commanded. And then how many of us would be amongst those who say, oh, well, except for that, I don't really want the blood thrown on me, Lord, you know? That's really a step too far. In our modern sensibilities, this is something that I think needs to be highlighted uh, for us, especially when we gather to hear about what must be done for us and for our salvation. That we must, with our minds, and the minds that God has granted to us and gifted us, picture these things and the reality of what was happening for the sake of the people and the atonement of their sin. That even after this, the Temple Mount and the tabernacle before that must have just smelled like a slaughterhouse. Blood everywhere, the sound of sheep and, and, and goats and, and you know, birds and everything just kind of crying out before they die and that their blood is spilt. And the people gathering for this very necessary act that their sins must be forgiven, that they must be at peace with God or else they are his enemies. And that the people have the blood not only sprinkled on or not only poured out on the altar, but 
onto them as well, that they are covered in blood. So that after that takes place, then Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu and 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 70 of the elders went up and they saw the God of Israel. There was under his feet, as it were, a pavement of sapphire stone, like the very heaven for clearness. And he did not lay his hand on the chief men of the people of Israel. They beheld God and ate and drank. Would it be too much for y'all, for me to say, that is what happens in this place? Would that be too much, maybe a step too far, for me to say that in this place, blood is poured out for you? You are covered in the blood of the sacrifice? I don't have actual blood up here. Don't worry, I don't have a hyssop branch I'm going to sprinkle with you when you come to the altar. But you are covered in blood that atones for your sin. It is the blood of Christ that in coming here, in being a baptized child of God, in hearing God's word and what must be done for sin, confessing your sin and hearing that absolution that you are forgiven in the name of God, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit that you are cleansed, that you gather together and are a part of a covenant, the new covenant in the blood of Christ, that when you hear that your sins are surely forgiven, you go up and you come to this place where in here is now the Holy of Holies. And in this place, God descends to be with you. He descends to be present in a very special way. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere. But here is where he promises to be specifically for you. Here is where he promises to be to feed you his word, to wash you clean of your sin, and to actually feed you the body and blood of Christ. That here is the place where God is in a very real and tangible way. It is not abstract. It is not hypothetical. It is not theoretical. It is not only for those who assent either in faith or in mind. But what goes on here is objectively true, that God becomes flesh and blood, bread and wine for you. He takes on these forms so that you would know that you are loved. That when the elders of, um, that when the elders of the tribes of Israel go up, it says they saw the God of Israel. 
Now, we know that from the same book, no man can see God and live. So he was veiled. At the very least, they saw that under his feet, there was a pavement of sapphire stone. That he was in the heavenly realm, and so were they. And that because they had been covered with, his, with, with the blood shed for, 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 for the covenant, he does not lay his hand on them in wrath, which they surely deserve by themselves. But he abides by his promises, and he does not strike you down. That if you are covered with the blood of the Lamb, now the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, he will not lay his hand on you to strike you down. But he, he asks you to come and eat and drink as you behold him in these forms. Here in this place, we behold God. We eat and we drink. We are sustained. We are humbled from what Christ has done in humbling himself to be made man, to serve in humility and grace only to die on a cross, we are now enabled constantly to serve him by serving others. We serve our brothers and sisters in Christ and our, excuse me, we serve our brothers and sisters in Christ and, and, excuse me, excuse me, we serve our brothers and sisters in Christ and, and, excuse me, and, our neighbors. We serve those who are near to us in word and deed, and we serve those far off in prayer and charity. All of this is only done in truth by faith in the one who came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for all. When you come today to taste of the body and blood of Christ, when you gather in this place with all the saints who have gone before, with the angels and the archangels and all the hosts of heaven, when you gather here, you behold God. So with your eyes of faith that God grants you, see these things, hold on to these things, for God promises them. God grants them to you. Taste and see that the Lord is good, for he has saved you and feeds you his grace according to his will. Rejoice and give thanks, you who behold God, and come and eat and come and drink. In the peace of God, Excuse me. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.